Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Brand new coffee this morning. Hang on. That is absolutely marvelous. I was at my local Trader Joe's and I happened to see this on the shelf. Trader Joe's French Vanilla Coffee. This is absolutely splendid. Uh, it's a medium dark roast. Uh, I got the ground coffee, 100% Arabica beans. Absolutely fantastic. Get a, uh, a screenshot of the back label there. Here's what they have to say about it. We sourced Arabica beans from South America, Brazil to be exact, and gave them a medium dark roast to enhance the coffee's richness and full body. We then added natural French vanilla flavor oil to the grounds and allowed the oil to infuse the coffee with sweet, fragrant, and buttery vanilla flavor for a luscious coffee treat. That describes it perfectly. I really do like this a lot. Absolutely wonderful. And uh, as you know, I always ask, what do you got this morning? A uh, few viewers responded to that. Andrew Hill wrote, my cup of coffee today is Green Mountain's Black Granite. Wonderful, dark, rich coffee. That sounds great. I love, I love the name, Black Granite. That sounds awesome. Uh, keeping with the uh, French coffee theme, Mark Bagwell wrote, today I'm drinking a fine French coffee called La Folgères. <laughs> I like that a lot, Mark. That's very, very good. Uh, viewer David Sufer, I think that's how he pronounces his last name, S-E-U-F-E-R. I hope I got that right, David. He wrote, hi, Mark. You mentioned listening to Monday Morning Mailbag while drinking coffee or on your morning commute. But listening during my Monday morning shave also works well for me. It seems appropriate. Ha, huh? yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Very, very good point. How many of you out there are listening to the show while you're having your Monday morning shave? That's kind of a no-brainer. Thanks very much for passing that along, Dave. I really do appreciate it. And as we like to say in the show here, uh, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug, let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. Hang on. That really is very, very good. If you got a, if you got a Trader Joe's in your neck of the woods, check out their French vanilla coffee. This really is marvelous. And hey, if you're taking me along on your uh, morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. We got a great show this morning. Wow, we got some great, great comments and refill. We got some great questions and comments. Got a lot of neat stuff uh, to talk about in uh, new wet shaving gear. And wait till you see what has uh, arrived for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Some very, very generous uh, donations from viewers and others out there. Really, really wonderful. So I am really, really excited. So let's get the show underway like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Okay, before we get to this morning's shaving tip, I forgot to mention the coffee mug that I'm using this morning. This coffee mug came courtesy of your Beth Jones. It's the Been There coffee mug from Starbucks. This one features my home state, the state of Ohio, and it highlights everything that the state of Ohio is known for. 
Uh, for instance, uh, right over here, traffic light. Did you know the first traffic light was in Cleveland, Ohio? That's right. The state bird is the cardinal. And, uh, of course, uh, football, the Cleveland Browns, the Ohio State Buckeyes, the Cincinnati Bengals, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely wonderful, wonderful coffee mug. One of my favorites. I love using this coffee mug, and I love just looking at it and seeing everything about Ohio on it. And uh, these are by Starbucks. It's called the Been There Coffee Mug. And I'll link to uh, Amazon where you can uh, get your own Been There Coffee Mug that highlights your home state. So my sincere thanks to uh, viewer Beth Jones for very, very kindly sending this along. Uh, it's an absolutely wonderful coffee mug. It's a perfect size, too. Holds a lot of coffee. You don't have to go back for refills, although we will go back for a refill uh, as often. You don't have to go back for refills as often, but we are going to go back for a refill, and uh, it's absolutely a fantastic coffee mug. So I just wanted to make mention of that. I forgot to mention that in the opening. Uh, I was excited about the uh, the new coffee and some of the other coffees that viewers were sharing uh, with us. So uh, thanks again to Beth Jones for a really, really delightful coffee mug. Absolutely a favorite. Okay, let's get to this morning's uh, shaving tip. And it comes from viewer Jason Miller. And he writes, I don't throw out the empty Gillette aftershave gel bottle. That's this one right here. I take my empty Gillette gel bottle and I fill it up with any witch hazel. I leave room in it so I can shake vigorously to absorb what gel is left in it. Then I pour it in a spray jar, almost to the top or depending on the spray bottle size. I use the Witch Hazel slash Gillette leftover after my shave with my alum block. That is neat. So I asked him in a return email. So I guess what you're doing is making a scented Witch Hazel of sorts, correct? It also adds some moisturizing elements uh, from the leftover shaving gel, the Gillette gel. And uh, Jason wrote back and said, yes, I'm not wasting anything in the bottle. It adds a scent and moisturizing factor, and it looks cool. Yeah, that is really, really a neat, neat tip. Uh, again, this goes back to repurposing uh, some items in the shave den. This is great, kind of extending the length of this shave gel. Uh, when you're when it's empty, just throw some witch hazel in there, shake it up, put it into a spray bottle, and use it post-shave. That is absolutely a fantastic, fantastic tip. Jason, thanks very, very much. Folks, if you try this, let us know how it works for you. So Jason, to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please send me your snail mail, uh, send me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com. Monday mailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post-haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Email that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and if I use it on the morning shaving tip segment here on the Monday Morning Mailbag Show, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. Jason, thanks again for a great original shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer James Anthony. And he writes, hey there, Mark, I have a shave tip to share. When traveling in a sunny and hot climate where you will be wearing a sunscreen on the face during the day, I tend to shave at night only while on those types of vacations. I find that if I shave in the morning and if I use an aftershave, 
It tends to not combine well with having sunscreen on my face, especially if I plan on being on a beach vacation all week. Plus, if using a balm, it will allow the face to heal overnight versus washing off in the ocean, the pool, etc. Take care, James Anthony. Hey, that is an absolutely great common sense kind of tip. Shave at night, let the balm heal your face overnight, that sort of thing. And then, uh, you know, you won't be washing away the aftershave, uh, that sort of thing, if you're going to be applying sunscreen. And yeah, maybe the sunscreen won't agree with the aftershave. Yeah, absolutely fantastic, fantastic tip and perfect for this time of year because, hey, summer's right around the corner and folks will be traveling. So folks, consider altering your shave routine. Perhaps if you're going to be on a beach vacation, maybe shaving at night will work a little bit better than shaving during the day if you're going to be out in the sun and slathering on a lot of sunscreen. So thanks very much for that tip, James. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have a shave den visit this morning. Well, it's sort of a shave den visit. Well, I guess you could call it the ultimate awesome shave den visit. Al Spencer and his wife visited Sterling Soap Company. Yeah, yeah. And Al wrote... Mark, my wife and I had a great day yesterday visiting Sterling's headquarters. We got to meet Rod and Mandy, and Ron gave us a tour of the facility. Very impressive and loved every minute of it. It's a lot more fun buying at the store rather than online, and the staff were very helpful. One thing I did notice was that after about an hour, my sniffer was tired but happy. <laughs> I can imagine. That sounds Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Uh, he says here, the five-hour trip each way was well worth it. And thank you, Rod, for taking the time to show us around. That's absolutely fantastic, Al. Thanks very much for sending the email and the photos. It looks like it was an absolutely awesome trip. Like I say, the ultimate shave den, <laughs> the ultimate shave den visit. Really, really wonderful. And uh, he said, um, Rod and Mandy are such a great couple, and they put so much time and effort into their products and customers. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's great to show them that appreciation. The wet shave community really, really loves and admires Sterling Soap Company. So very, very happy to uh, show them here on the Monday Morning Mailbag. I really do love their shave soaps. As a matter of fact, Sterling uh, Barbershop was the first artisan shave soap that I uh, sampled and used uh, thanks to all the encouragement from the viewers out there. And it really is very, very good and one of my favorite scents and one of my favorite shaving soaps from the folks at Sterling. So yeah, uh, absolutely fantastic, Al. Thanks so much. Folks, if you are in that neck of the woods, drop in and see Sterling Soap Company right there in their headquarters. Uh, looks like they have a beautiful, beautiful uh, storefront there and showcasing all their great, great products. That's absolutely wonderful. So, Al, thanks again for sharing that uh, visit uh, with us. I'm glad you made it home safe and sound, but it sounds like you and your wife had an absolutely wonderful, wonderful time. Again, folks, if you're in that part of the country, Paris, Arkansas, actually it's 16 West Walnut Street, Paris, Arkansas, Sterling Soap Company. Looks like they have a beautiful storefront there and a lot of great shaving soaps and great wet shaving gear. If you're in that part of the country, stop in and say hello to them. Looks absolutely fantastic. Al, thanks again for sending that along. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have a pet visit this morning, courtesy of viewer Robert Ross. 
and he writes, Piper just got a serious haircut. She went from looking like a sheepdog to a skinny runt in less than two hours. She's a six-year-old Labradoodle. She acts like a puppy and is very affectionate. She looks like a wonderful, wonderful sweet dog. Absolutely. She has many nicknames, including Miss Piper, <laughs> uh, Poopy Pants Piper. <laughs> okay, that's the 13-year-old in me coming out. Uh, and Miss Wigglebottom, to name a few. Uh, again, she looks like an absolutely uh, wonderful, wonderful, sweet dog. And uh, the Labradoodle, as I understand it, is a great dog. Uh, if you happen to be allergic to dogs or dog hair, I think, because the Labradoodle does not shed. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but that's my understanding. A, lot, a Labradoodle does not shed or sheds very, very little. That's my understanding. So if, you have a, if, you're, if you're allergic to dogs and you want a dog, the Labradoodle is a very good breed to pick. Now, I could be wrong about that. If you know, I don't know much about the Labradoodle. I know about yellow Labradors because I had them and they shed a lot. <laughs> but uh, the Labradoodle, my understanding is they don't shed that much or they don't shed at all. I don't know. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Let me know in the comments below. Robert, thanks for, very much for sending along the really, really wonderful picture of uh, Miss Piper. Poopy Piper. <laughs> Poopy Pants Piper. Again, I'm 13 years old here. <laughs> Thanks again, Robert. Really do appreciate it. Okay, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. Simply go up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. Monday Morning Mailbag and more. And the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast will come up as well as our other podcast, Second Cup. And both of those podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, here's another reminder that Maggard Razors is hosting their sixth annual wet shaving meetup on June 3rd, 2023. Now, at the time I'm recording this video, there are still tickets available. The price of a ticket is $34. And with that, you get a $12 meal voucher for a participating restaurant in downtown Adrian, Michigan, free soft drinks and water for the day, entrance into drawings for door prizes, guaranteed 100-plus winners chosen, some big-ticket items, guaranteed samples and freebies from most of the vendors in attendance, a massive pay-it-forward table, a PIF table, Check out the confirmed vendors. Uh, in part, there's going to be Ariana and Evans, Barrister and Mann, Captain's Choice, Katie's Bubbles, uh, Carve Shaving Company, Noble Otter, Shannon Soaps, Sterling Soap Company, Timeless Razor, plus many others. Notable guests uh, are going to be Mantic 59 of the Sharpologist, Michael Friedberg, Jinx the Cat, HD Shaves. So mark your calendar. Uh, for June 3rd, 2023, for Maggard Razor's 6th Annual Wet Shaving Meetup. Tickets are still available at the time I'm recording this video. That happens in about a month. Before you know it, June is going to be here. May will be over. June will be here. So get up there and get a ticket if you're interested in going uh, before they're gone. Some are, tickets are still available. So I will link to that page below so you can go up there and check it out and check out hotel accommodations and other particulars regarding the uh, Maggard Razor 6th Annual 
Wet Shaving Meetup, June 3rd, 2023. Well, here's an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. As you know, this channel is getting close to 10,000 subscribers. When we reach 10,000 subscribers, we're going to be doing a giveaway. Uh, there are viewers out there who have very generously donated those prizes for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. I am humbled and honored by this. Thank you all very, very much. Sincere, heartfelt appreciation. Uh, again, uh, I'm at a loss for words. Uh, the generosity of the viewers out there is just absolutely amazing. Thank you all very, very much. Now, we've already received prizes from uh, viewers Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, and Tyler Fike. We have some other items that came in from viewers, and I wanted to share all of them with you in this segment. I was thinking about showcasing one per week, but uh, based on what came in uh, just recently, I had to share all of this with you. Plus, I want to make sure that um, uh, the viewers out there who have contributed and sent these items in uh, don't think that uh, they were forgotten or lost in the shuffle. I want to make sure I showcase every single item that comes in because some amazing stuff has really come in. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful items from the viewers out there. Again, thank you very, very much for your generous contributions. Uh, we're going to kick it off with something from the folks at Pretech. You remember Pretech? I reviewed this electric shaver. This is their bald hair shaver. It's a wet, dry electric razor. I did uh, reviews of it dry and also wet. And uh, it really is a wonderful, wonderful electric razor. Perfect uh, for home if you want to get a quick head shave uh, or a face shave. And also great for travel if you don't want to risk losing your safety razor, uh, say to TSA agents or uh, if you misplace it in your hotel room, something like that, especially if you're only going to take a carry-on. Well, the folks at Pretic very, very kindly sent along a brand new razor for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Here it is right here, just like the one I reviewed. It comes with the USB cable and the razor, and here it is right here. I won't open it up fully, but I will just show you that it is brand new, still in the case right there. You can kind of see it right there. So that is from the folks at Pretech. I put those instructions back in there as well. And my sincere thanks to them. Uh, thank you very, very much for sending along a really, really terrific product and uh, allowing uh, me to share it with all the viewers out there and also uh, contributing to the prize package for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Thanks to all the folks at Pretech. Thank you very, very much. Uh, and uh, some lucky winner out there is going to get a really, really nice electric razor. Also, we've got something from viewer Scott Martin. Uh, let me show you what he sent here. This is absolutely amazing. It came in this box right here. Uh, first up, right here. And he wrote a really nice uh, note to me as well, right here. And he said, hi, Mark. Here's some prizes for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Uh, he's got the Holy Black Lavender Creeper Shave Soap. Brand new, unopened. And you can see on the back label right there, it's labeled Lavender Creeper. And I can't tell you what the scent is or that sort of thing, because it is sealed up. It is sealed up. It is brand new. It has not been used. And you can see that seal right there has not been broken. So there it is right there the uh, from the, uh, the Holy Black Lavender Creeper Shave Soap. Thank you very, very much, Scott. He also sent along 
this. This is great. This is Mr. Fine American Blend EDT. Yes, right here. This, is, oh my gosh, this is a wonderful scent. The American Blend scent is really, really terrific. It's a classic barbershop scent. I have done a review of the American Blend Shave Soap. Their older formula, but the scent and the newer formula, from what I understand, is still the same. And I am getting, <laughs> I am getting that scent right now from the EDT in this bottle right here without having to open it up. It is absolutely wonderful. Check that out. What a absolutely fantastic, spectacular bottle that is. And of course, you've got a spray applicator right there, pump spray on top. Yeah, that is fantastic. That is from viewer Scott Martin. Scott, thank you very, very much. In addition, he also sent along a few other items right here. Let me just dig through here. Ah, here it is right here. He sent, a, 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 he sent along a sample of Phoenix Shaving um, uh, Sangre de Draco right here. Okay, he sent along its... Phoenix Shaving San, Sangre de Drago, I'm sorry, Sangre de Drago Artisan Shaving Soap, a sample of that right there. And he also sent along uh, a tuck of Astra razor blades and also a tuck of Derby razor blades. So again, my, I'm sorry for mispronouncing that. That is uh, Phoenix Shaving Sangre de Drago Artisan Shave Soap Sample, along with the Astra Razor Blades and the Derby Razor Blades. Uh, and the Shave Soap and the EDT from Fine, absolutely wonderful. Scott, thank you very, very much. Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you very, very much. Set that aside. Now, this came from viewer Chuck Price. Uh, and he sent along this. I'm going to open this up and then I'm going to read to you this, again, this just recently arrived. I did not open it up. I wanted to open it up on camera to show you what he sent. And uh, this is really, really amazing. And I will read to you what he, uh, what he wrote in regards to this item that he sent. Um, this is really... I'm excited to show this to you. I have, I have not opened it up, as you, <laughs> as you can see. And it's being a little stubborn for me. And I want to make sure that I get this opened up. There it is. Almost. <laughs> okay. Here it is right here. Okay. Pull that out very, very carefully. There it is right there. All right. Worth the wait. Let me tell you. Here it is, folks. This is a vintage straight razor. Check that. I'm going to open up that. I'm going to open that up very, very carefully. Look at that. Isn't that gorgeous? Isn't that absolutely gorgeous? Check out the labeling right here on that. Okay, so you can get a name right there. There's the name of it right there. And I'm going to close that up very, very carefully. And he writes, The razor I sent is a William Elliott and Company model number 61. The blade is four-eighths of an inch. Straight razor blades are always listed in eighths of an inch. So four-eighths is half-inch, Eight-eighths would be one inch, and so on. The company was based in New York City, my hometown, and produced razors from 1880 until 1907. That year, it was taken over by the Adolph Strauss & Company, who used the William Elliott trademark. 
I received this razor with a good bit of surface rust and scratches on the scales. It was, however, a relatively easy restoration. I chose it for the giveaway because it is a good example of a working man's razor from the time period and not too intimidating for someone new to straight razors. I did as little restoration as possible uh, to keep it to, uh, so as to keep some of the vintage feel. Just rush and tarnish removal and wet sanding the blade from 60 grit up to 2000 grit sandpaper and polishing with a buffer wheel and jeweler's rouge with flitz polish. The scales were wet sanded up to 8,000 grit and wiped down. The razor has been honed and is shave ready, stropped and disinfected. I would also like to offer the winner five free hones when needed, just pay postage. If viewers are interested, I have other razors I could sell or trade, or I also do restorations and honing. Enjoy the Maple Festival. <laughs> well, the Maple Festival is uh, here and gone uh, by the time this one airs, but thanks very much. He writes here, all the best, Chuck. Now, he also adds this as well, and this is also very, very kind of him. Uh, Mark, I forgot to add in my last email that I know straight razor shaving isn't for everyone. So if the winner would like, I have a few vintage Schick injectors they could choose from that I restored as well in place of the straight razor. Thanks, Chuck. So there you go, folks. If for some reason you win and the straight razor is not your cup of tea or not in your wheelhouse, Chuck will very, very kindly and very, very generously uh, substitute vintage Schick injector razors that he has restored. Chuck, thank you very, very much. And again, uh, my apologies for the, <laughs> for the wrestling uh, getting this out, but I wanted to make sure you saw it. And it's absolutely beautiful. And all the, uh, the TLC, the Tender Loving Care and Restoration that went into this, it's absolutely gorgeous. And I knew I, knew I had to share this with you uh, when it arrived, because I didn't want to wait a week, uh, you know, to showcase this. I wanted to showcase it with the other items. It is really, really an awesome, awesome looking razor. Uh, so Chuck, thank you very, very much for a very, very generous, generous uh, donation. Absolutely awesome, 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 awesome. Also, uh, this from Alex Lopez. Now, Alex Lopez uh, donated... Uh, a lot of items for the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. And uh, there was one extra item that he had, and I was kind of flipping a coin because we had so many prize packages. I probably could have given it away as, say, a fifth prize, but I decided to hang on to it for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway, and then we'll see how many prize packages we, we have. But this one will also be included as well. This is absolutely wonderful. This is a Cremo variety pack of a shave cream right here from Alex Lopez. Thank you very, very much, Alex, for this very, very kind and generous donation. This is absolutely wonderful. Uh, and especially, uh, <laughs> you've probably seen the Cremo ads. They use the Cremo and they have uh, someone using a straight razor with the Cremo. So there you go. I know we do the traditional wet shave. I'm just saying that Cremo, I recall a Cremo ad uh, where they were using a straight razor. They would slather the uh, 
the individual's face with Cremo, and then a barber would use a straight razor to give them a really, really, really close shave. And they were advertising the uh, quality of shave cream and the closeness of it, that you could use a straight razor, if I recall correctly. But this is from Alex Lopez, Cremo. Thank you very, very much, Alex. Really, really do appreciate it. And to wrap things up, this is also really, really very, very neat. Uh, I mentioned this on Second Cup. Here it is right here. This is a two-pound bag of butterscotch, old-fashioned uh, butterscotch, hardcore butterscotch, old-fashioned hard candy discs, a two-pound package. And this came from viewer James Sefton. Uh, and uh, he just sent this along as a small token of thanks for the 3MB and the tips and advice from all the viewers out there. Uh, and uh, what I decided to do was, in consulting James, what, what I'm going to do is, depending on how many prize packages we have, uh, each prize package will get uh, you know, several, a handful of these uh, butterscotch hard candies to go along with uh, whatever prize package we have. And, I, and it looks like we're going to have more than one prize package. We'll have a first prize, a second prize, that sort of thing, because we have some absolutely wonderful, wonderful items here. So uh, that's, and, and we still have a long way to go to get to 10,000 subscribers. And I know that uh, some viewers have already said, I'm sending stuff in, I'm sending some items in. So we'll, we'll have more items to showcase you uh, in the weeks weeks ahead. So uh, yeah, everyone, every one of those prize packages will get a handful of butterscotch candies. Thanks, mom. So uh, yeah, really, really very, very thoughtful, thoughtful uh, gift and contribution from James Sefton. So that kind of wraps up what we have for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. My thanks to everyone who has contributed thus far. Again, my, th my sincere thanks to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, and James Sefton. Uh, thank you all very, very much. Uh, the 10,000 subscriber giveaway is really shaping up to be something really, really special. And it's all because of the wonderful viewers out there who have... Uh, <laughs> who have been very, very generous in, uh, in supporting this channel. So thank you all very, very much. My sincere, heartfelt appreciation. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low? That time of the show? Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on. I really, really do like this coffee, this Trader Joe's French vanilla. This is terrific. So uh, regardless of what cup of coffee you're having this morning, whether it's a French vanilla or that other French coffee that Mark Bagwell's enjoying, La Folgère's, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Uh, before I forget, in case you're curious, this is a 14-ounce bag, 397 grams, okay? And I'm looking at my receipt here, and it's $8.99 uh, in case you're interested. So that's the cost of a 14-ounce bag of French vanilla coffee from Trader Joe's, just so you know. Well, anyhow, we have some great comments this morning. Let's kick it off with something from Mark Cohen. Now, Mark Cohen was the gentleman 
who sent a photo to Mark Bagwell, who sent it to us, of a, of a, a shave soap tub that, has, that was empty. He went through all the shave soap. Uh, and that kind of spurred a discussion about uh, have you gone through uh, any of your shave soaps right down to the bottom. Anyhow, Mark wrote, uh, thank you for posting my photo that I sent to Mark B. This tub took four months to get through with shaving nearly every day. Once I started shaving my head, I'm using much more soap. Yeah, well, that would make sense because you're uh, maybe you're shaving your head uh, every day. I shave my head every other day, not every day, every other day. And I'm due for a head shave here, but more on that later in new wet shave gear. Uh, we'll get to that. But anyhow, um, in shaving my head, I find that I'm using my shave soap a little more. And I've gone through, I think I went through Future Fiction. I went through a Barbershop, Sterling Barbershop. I think I even went through some Parasso Green. But because I rotated, it's kind of hard to burn through a lot of soap when you're using and sampling a lot of different soaps. But And I'm also trying to economize a little bit, you know, not load the brush as much, not scrape off that much. But um, yeah, uh, shaving my head, yeah, it's going to speed the process up of using shave soap. Absolutely. Roderick McLeod wrote, uh, looks like somebody has to bake cookies for the crew at the Cranston Fire Department. Glad the dog is okay, but that was funny. Now this, <laughs> this is... This is in regards to the, the story we had, the pet visit, the story that we had last week from viewer George Haven. It seems that his daughter and son-in-law, uh, their dog ended up on the ant's roof because the ant didn't have any screens in the uh, upstairs uh, bedroom there. And the dog, they were out to dinner and the dog got out on the roof. <laughs> so neighbors had to call the fire department to come out and uh, rescue the dog. It was a happy ending, but Roderick, you're absolutely correct. Uh, someone owes the Cranston uh, Fire Department a big plate of cookies. Uh, abs <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Very, very, very good point. Got some really uh, 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 nice reaction and nice comments regarding, uh, regarding that story from last week. And uh, yeah, we're all very happy that River, the dog, uh, was okay and none worse for the wear. But uh, thanks once again to George Haven for, for that story. Uh, very, very unique. Uh, just looking back on it, it kind of makes me smile and gives me a little bit of a laugh. Roderick uh, McLeod also uh, wrote, Good advice on the slant. They really do require better technique and touch, especially on the across-the-grain pass, uh, than your... Uh, then you're overcoming gravity. They also require very close attention with regards to angle. A lot of people experience a better shave on the neck where they have a swirly growth pattern. Learning how to do the Gillette slide on those trouble spots can help too. Uh, Roderick, uh, Gillette slide, you're going to have to explain that to me. Folks, if you know what that is, I sure would like to know. I don't, I don't think that's the J-hook move, anything like that. But I'm really, really interested in that. And yeah, the advice I gave on the slant was before you invest in a really, really high-end slant, like the console adjustable slant razor, which is marvelous. I love mine. You, you might be well served to purchase um, a, a more moderately priced slant for, say, $25, $30 to try it out and see if a slant works for you. Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks very much for confirming that, Roderick. I really do appreciate it. At least that was always my hunch. Roderick confirms that. 
Uh, so thanks very much for that, Roderick. I really do appreciate it. And again, Gillette slide. <laughs> Let us know what that is. If you know what the Gillette slide is, please comment below. I'd be very, very interested in learning about that. First time I've heard of it. Really, Roderick, um, thank you again. Stan Chapman wrote, uh, great 3MB, Mark. You asked about how many shave soaps we have emptied. With my modest collection of soaps, I've only emptied about four of them in two years. Embarrassing though, I have also thrown out about four shave soaps due to their awful smell, including some highly touted ones. For context, I do ask my wife to smell them also to confirm my impression, and she's always agreed. I have contacted the vendor a couple of times and they have sent replacements free of charge, but they did not smell any better. Definitely your mileage may vary, I believe. Uh, you know what? I don't think I've really had a shave soap go bad. They may have, um, uh, the scent may have lessened a little bit, but I don't believe I've had a shave soap go bad. Not that I can recall. Let me put it to you that way. Now, you know, I, I, I'm going to have to uh, amend my remarks if I've made a statement otherwise in a previous Monday morning mailbag or in a review and I don't recall. But as of right now, I don't think I've, uh, I've ever come across one of the shave soaps that I have in my shave den as being off, off-putting or, or having spoiled anything like that. The scent may have lessened a little bit. And sometimes, and, and, and folks, if this has been your experience, sometimes I'll open up a tub that I haven't used in a while, a shave soap that I, I'll open up the tub that I haven't used in a while, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sniff it. I'll try to get the scent, and the scent's not, not quite there. But then when I add some hot water to that puck and I bloom it, wow, it just explodes with, with the scent. So uh, I guess maybe uh, it just needs a little bit of moisture to bring out that wonderful, wonderful scent. Maybe it's a little dormant. That, that sort of thing. So, Stan, thanks very much for that. I really do appreciate that. Mark Vernick wrote, Great show. I have gone through all my pucks. Uh, it's been so long, I started with Williams and used several multiple packs of them. In the past few years, I've started slowly down... <laughs> In the past few years, I've started slowly down the rabbit hole. Several Tabak, Wolfat, and a few others. Uh, I've just inherited an Art of the Shave sandalwood cream and a new Tabak puck is on the way. However, uh, I've, put, I, I've put in my Father's Day list a few new pucks I want to try. One is Chisel-Faced Ghost Town. If I continue down this path, it might be a while before I finish another. But then again, I tend to load up and lather on the puck. Uh, maybe it's my way to ensure I use it up so I can order another. I know that when I did the face shave, let me read that again, because, but then again, I tend to load up and lather on the puck. That's the way I wanted to say it. Uh, maybe it's my way to ensure I use it up so I can order another. I did that quite a bit when I was doing face lathering. If you go back to some of my uh, uh, earlier reviews, I'm really, really... <laughs> Really, really loading that brush up on the puck. So yeah, I think I would be burning through a soap a little more. Uh, since then, I have learned that uh, some shave soaps, like Phoenix Shavings CK6, just a few swirls and boom, lather. Really, it is really, really remarkable. Other shave soaps, you want to have that long, long brush load and either you know build a lather with uh, on your face, right to a face lather, or start building it in the uh, lathering bowl. 
Uh, Paul DeJardin wrote, Morning Mark, firstly, what a great tip with the spray bottles. That was last week, I think. Yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. If you missed that, check that, uh, check that shaving tip from last week. Uh, really, really neat spray bottles uh, and how you can take the pump sprays from some spray bottles and put them onto your uh, aftershaves and kind of spray them on. Yeah, check that out. That was really a neat shave tip. I agree, Paul. Uh, yes, I have used up a tub of my Italian Barber Bay rum. I'm also getting a, a bit low on my CK Pineapple Bay rum too. Well, okay, so <laughs> some folks are burning through some of their shave soaps. Thanks very much for that, Paul. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Alfred Spencer wrote, uh, I don't have a very deep rabbit hole, so um, I've gone through Sterling Bay Rum, Sterling Barbershop, Sterling Duke, Sterling Spice, Phoenix Shaving Fresco, Phoenix Shaving Atomic Bay Rum. Atomic Bay Rum is great. I like that one a lot. That's another one I'm going to reorder because I think I'm getting low on that myself. But Alfred, uh, with your recent trip to Sterling, uh, <laughs> it looks like you probably stocked up. Am I right? I think so. Uh, Franklin H. Alden Jr. wrote, For years, uh, I'd go through Parasso Green and Mitchell's Woolfat because those were my two soaps. It's very different the last few years. Uh, Franklin, is that because uh, you're probably branching out into some of the artisan shave soaps that are available and acquiring a few? That's what happened to me because of the viewers on this channel. They really, really encouraged me to try artisan shave soaps. And as I mentioned, the first one I tried was Sterling, and boy, that was a game changer. Then Phoenix Shaving Future Fiction came along. Wow, that really upped the bar. And uh, yeah, down the rabbit hole, <laughs> down the rabbit hole I went, absolutely. Let us know, Franklin, uh, if that's what is happening, if you're acquiring uh, some artisan shave soaps. Really would be interested in knowing. And yeah, Parasso Green is one that I've gone through uh, at least once before. Jimmy V Photography wrote, I went through a full tub of Taylor of Old Bond Street Sandalwood. That was before you turned me on to all the wonderful Phoenix shaving stuff. Well, again, uh, Jimmy, I can't take uh, credit for that. All the viewers out there, they were the ones that encouraged me to try artisan shave soaps. And uh, that's what happened. Uh, first Sterling, then all of a sudden Phoenix shaving. And you know, the rest is history. And I love the Phoenix shaving CK6 formula. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, there is a bias on my part. I freely admit that. Sterling is very, very good. Uh, there are a lot of other great, great artisan uh, shave soaps out there uh, that are just absolutely wonderful. So, you know, Hoffman's is very good and Spearhead is very, very good. And uh, yeah, there are a lot out there. Katie's Bubbles, as we mentioned. I've never tried them. I hear they're very, very good. Shannon soaps. Uh, gosh, I always say it's a great time to be doing the traditional wet shave because there's so much available. Anyhow, he continues. Now, the only thing I'm almost through is Phoenix Shaving Diver Down and John Frum. I love that scent, but I have so many other soaps. It would be a long haul to get through all of them. Love Diver Down and I love John Frum. I absolutely love that. As an aside, I was at uh, my niece's birthday party last week uh, for her five-year-old twins. And I was talking to uh, her aunt on uh, my sister-in-law's side. And uh, she said, wow, you smell really good. What is that? I had shaved with John Frum. <laughs> uh, before I went to the party, I shaved probably about an hour and a half before, you know, 
uh, going to the party. I had a shave, that sort of thing. And uh, she said, wow, that is really, really good. You smell really, really good. Yeah, John Frum, absolutely great, great scent. Um, he continues here, I love that scent, but I have so many other soaps, it would be a long haul to get through all of them. Great photos of those old scuttles. Love the presentation in the coffee shop restroom. Yeah, that was a really, really neat touch. Again, previous uh, Monday morning mailbag, check out the, sh visit, the shave den visit to check out those scuttles here. Using the ice cube is cool, but personally, I'm a fan of finishing up with a large washcloth soaked in ice water. Flop that on your face and get your day going. Plus, it's great at getting any lather off from wherever it might be hiding. Then on to the alum block. But I do use ice cubes to keep the razor cold and floating in the sink when I splash between passes. Wow, <laughs> that's a cold water shave, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going to have to try that sometime. Uh, he also continues here. I do the same thing as Rick. I try to get all the differences before the time runs out. It's fun, and comparing visual differences like that is something I'm pretty good at, laugh out loud. Well, Jimmy V is a professional photographer, so he would know. He's, he's speaking in regards to the double-take cartoon that runs at the end of the show, and I always say, hey, if you need more time, just pause the video. And uh, Jimmy and Rick uh, both go ahead and try to find all the differences before time runs out. Kind of a mental exercise. Uh, he says, so please keep the George strip and the double take in at the end. Absolutely, I will. My pleasure, Jimmy. And thanks very much for the great comments. And in wrapping up, Roderick McLeod asked the following. Oh, non-shaving related. Do you do your cartoons with pen and ink on paper or do you use a stylus with a Wacom pad or similar device? Uh, no, I don't have a Wacom pad uh, at all. I do use a lot of digital tools to kind of create my comic strip, but uh, I use uh, good old uh, pen and ink on paper. And it's not really traditional pen and ink that you're dipping into uh, an inkwell and then uh, you know uh, inking over your pencil lines, that sort of thing. I kind of speed the process up. Uh, I use uh, this uh, fountain pen right here. This is the Tradio fountain pen right here, and it comes with, uh, it has a plastic nib right here that gives a nice variety of line. So I can press down and get thin and thick lines from it, just like pen and ink, traditional pen and ink, but it dries very, very quickly. And uh, you just, it's a cartridge like that, and it just, you know, fits into this holder like this. And, uh, you know, that's what I use to ink all my comic strips. It's fast, it's quick, it's easy, that sort of thing. I also use a, uh, a non-photo blue pencil. This one is a Ticonderoga uh, blue 420T, I believe is what that is right there. Okay, that's what I use. Um, and you can see right here that um, I get really, really sketchy with uh, a lot of my lines. Let me see if I can hold that up so I can see it at the same time. I get kind of sketchy. And what happens is when I scan it in and then I convert it to a black and white image, the blue drops out. And that works really easily for me. So that way, it's a time saver. I'm not, I'm not waiting for the ink to dry and I'm not, uh, I don't have to erase any of the, uh, the pencil lines or anything like that. Uh, now, I do use a desktop publishing program to actually create the template. You know, the... the, the the header here, the title right here, and the borders, and even the non-photo blue lines 
that uh, you see uh, are ruled up for uh, lettering. Uh, I use that. Uh, I, I print this out on an inkjet printer so that the uh, lines are, the, the, ruled, the ruled lines for my lettering are non-photo blue. They drop out. And then the non-photo pencil, the non-photo blue pencil I use, that drops out when I, when I do the conversion digitally after scanning. And then I just ink with this pen, pen, pen right here. Uh, I would have loved to use a, a Wacom tablet because some of them are really, really very, very neat. Uh, you can actually draw on screen, which is a huge advancement from when I first was looking at them. They were just uh, a blank tablet off to the side, and you would use the stylus on this blank tablet, and you'd have to look at the screen to see the input. So you're kind of drawing here and looking here. So you had to kind of change your coordination up a little bit. Now you can draw right on screen and see everything right there as you would pen on paper. But now I don't think uh, I've gotten to, I've really, I really didn't get to that point with um, uh, using a digital tablet or anything like that. Uh, I, couldn't justify, <laughs> I couldn't justify the expense because uh, my strip isn't as widely distributed as a lot of other cartoonists out there who have, you know, hundreds and hundreds and thousand papers, that sort of thing, and they, they could justify the expense. Plus, I wasn't really drawing uh, my comic strip on a daily basis. It was uh, mostly for weekly papers. So um, I do do some digital editing and that sort of things after I get it scanned in. So I'll put it, bring it into a Photoshop-like program. Uh, I happen to use a program called GIMP, G-I-M-P, because I was a Linux user and that's their Photoshop equivalent. And I continue to use that uh, also on both Linux and Windows platforms. And uh, it's free, it's open source, and it does a great job of uh, digital editing and uh, I like it a lot and it stands for GNU Image Manipulation Program. Uh, so you can read about the, the history of that and how it pertains to Linux, that sort of thing. But um, yeah, the other reason why I didn't go down to the Wacom digital um, arena, so to speak, was I was a Linux user for many, many years and uh, Getting those tablets to work with Linux sometimes required jumping through a lot of hoops to get drivers to work and that sort of thing. So I just kind of uh, went in my direction of just uh, publishing the comic strip template in a desktop publishing program, printing it out on an inkjet printer, and then just, you know, non-photo blue pencil and then inking over and then scanning this and then converting it to a black and white image so that the blue drops out and I'm just left with a nice black and white image that I can then you know, email to uh, newspapers. But uh, that's kind of the way I've been doing it. Double take, I do do some digital editing in double take uh, when I draw those panels and that's usually just done with, you know, done with my mouse you know, using GIMP. So that's kind of how I'm uh, editing that. But I am drawing that and then I'm doing some digital manipulation here and there. And I've learned some shortcuts over the years and, and uh, that sort of thing on, on how to kind of speed up that process. So I'm not doing a lot of manual redrawing. But yeah, someday maybe I'll, uh, I'll get a Wacom tablet, a nice one. Maybe I can justify using it if the strip, uh, if the strip or double take ever, uh, ever warrants it. If, the, if, the pop, if, it, if its popularity increases, yeah, then you would definitely have to get one in order to keep up with output. But right now, that's kind of how I do it. Thanks very much for the uh, question, Roderick. I really do appreciate it. It allows me to share 
my kind of my work method of drawing my cartoons with all the viewers out there. So, folks, uh, thanks for allowing me to share that with you, even though it's not shaving related. I really do appreciate it. And thanks again, Roderick, for the very, very kind question regarding that. And that wraps up another refill segment for this week. Thanks very much to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, you may recall this wonderful razor from Phoenix Shaving, the stainless steel metaphor razor with removable flare tip right here. Yeah, isn't that great? Absolutely fantastic. So you can get different colored flare tips to attach to this. But again, uh, 316 stainless steel, a beautiful scalloped cap, low profile head, mild and efficient. Well, Bill Murphy gave us a heads up and he wrote, just ordered this new razor from Phoenix Shaving. Jumped on this before it sells out. Can't wait to try it. He's talking about the new solid brass metaphor safety razor. That's right, the metaphor in solid brass. And as they write here, meet our newest version of this razor, machined out of solid brass and polished to a high shine. We'll have a link below. At the time I'm recording this video, there it is still in stock. I'm hoping that when you're watching this, that there will be stock available because the Phoenix shaving razors tend to go very, very quickly. But again, uh, it looks like it is still available. I'm looking at the page right here. It's $69.95, solid brass. Uh, the same razor as I'm holding here. This is the stainless steel version. This one is solid brass, and it also has a removable flare tip. So, uh, Bill Murphy, thanks very, very much for the heads up on this. Folks, I'll have a link below. Hopefully, by the time this airs, or hopefully when this airs, there will still be plenty of stock available. Uh, I absolutely love my Metaphor razor in stainless steel. Uh, now it's available in uh, polished brass. It is clog proof. It's fantastic. I love this razor. It really does deliver an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave. So we'll link the metaphor and polished brass below as well as the stainless steel versions. Bill Murphy, thanks very much for the heads up on the Phoenix Shaving Metaphor Safety Razor in polished brass. Bill Murphy also sent this along. Tried King R Emporium Shaving Soap this morning, a Razor Emporium exclusive from Phoenix Shaving, and got a great shave as expected from CK6. I'm not very good at describing scents, so I'll just say I would put it in the barbershop scent category. Love the scent, and it'll be in my rotation. Here's the description from the Razor Emporium site. The scent notes are almond, lemon, bergamot, cool mint, lavender, green accord, sandalwood, cedarwood, amber, musk, and West Indian Bay. Wow, that sounds fantastic. So thanks very much for that. Now, the photo you see here shows the, um, the shave soap available in CK1 and also CK6. 
Bill tells me he definitely has CK6. So I'm not sure exactly what is available at the Razor Emporium site when you order this. You might want to inquire if it's CK1 or CK6, or maybe it's just going to be CK6 exclusively as you see on Phoenix Shaving. But just want to make mention of that, that Bill did get CK6 and it sounds like the availability might be CK1 and CK6. I would think CK1 is available while supplies last because Phoenix Shaving isn't uh, offering CK1 anymore. So uh, sounds like an absolutely fantastic shave soap. Bill, thanks very much for passing it along. Well, earlier in the show, we mentioned how the folks at Pretech very kindly sent along their bald hair shaver for the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. My sincere thanks to their very generous donation to that. And again, we reviewed this wet and dry. It's a terrific, terrific item. So uh, looking forward to giving that one away when we reach 10,000 subscribers as part of the prize package or prize packages. Uh, folks at Pretech also very, very kindly sent along an item that we're featuring here in New Wet Shave Gear for review. This is the Pretech Rechargeable Men's Grooming Set. You can see right here on the box that it is interchangeable. It comes with three different attachments. It comes with this uh, triple rotary head system right here and also a trimmer and a nose trimmer. Let's open it up. This is the first time I've, I've, I've looked at it. It's the first time I'm gonna open it up right here on camera. Let's see what we get inside and we will be reviewing this. Here it is right here. Okay, so let's just take this apart. Okay, so here is, again, a USB charger cord. So you can charge it from your laptop. You can charge it if you have an adapter for your wall, uh, one of these uh, plugs that has a USB adapter on it. Uh, yeah, that works really, really well. That's how I charge up mine. Here is the uh, floating rotary head right here. Uh, it's a triple floating rotary head. Let's take a look at that. Oh, that's really nice. And it comes with, okay, it comes with a plastic guard here like this that uh, pull, comes off. It comes off like this. Okay, it comes off like that. There it is. Ooh, and it flips up. It flips up for easy cleaning. So it snaps in place like that. And that plugs into the body of the razor. We're going to set that aside. But I like how the, uh, the guard also has some vents for, uh, you know, drying out and breathing, that sort of thing. I'm assuming this is also wet and dry. Uh, oh, look at this. This is really nice. You get an adapter plug. You get a charger plug right here. Look at that. That's, that's right in there like that. that you know, let's, let's take that apart. Let's, do an, let's, let's take this apart. Let's tear that off. Okay, there it is. Yeah, yeah, there it is. A plug. So you, don't, so you can plug this into the wall. It comes with an actual charging mini block right here. So you can plug your USB adapter right in there like that, USB cord in there like that, and then plug that into the wall. That is really, really very, very nice. Okay, we'll set that aside. And then here, here are the two adapters right here. One for the nose. Here, let's, let's just pull out of the bag here all, the, <laughs> all together here. Here is the, uh, the trimmer right here. You can trim your eyebrows with this, maybe even uh, around uh, your earlobes, that sort of thing. 
And here is the trimmer for the inside of your ears, inside of your nose, that sort of thing. Nose trimmer, ear trimmer right here. So those two also plug into the body of the razor. You also get a, uh, a cleaning brush right here to clean that out. And again, I'm assuming it's wet dry. I'll have to go up to the page and take a, a really, really good look at it. And oh, look at this. This is fantastic. You get some instructions with it. Okay. So you get some instructions right there with it. Okay. Okay, so here's all the instructions here. Comes in different languages. Okay. Just so you can get a look at that. All right. And I'm looking at the product page and it is wet and dry, just so you know. Okay, here is the body of the razor right here. Oh, it's <laughs> it's it's already got a charge on it, so I'm almost I'm I'm ready to go. I will give it a good charge here. Oh, look at that! Isn't that fantastic? Look at that. That's great. All you're doing is hitting almost this this surface right here, and it's starting right up. Okay, so let's plug in the head right here. Let's plug the head in, and it just give it a little twist here and kind of line it up. Let's see. Ah, lines up just like that. Wow, that's neat. How about that? That's fantastic. Okay, so looks like I got 64% left. Uh, might have to charge it up again. I don't know. And then just pop this off here like this, and you can pop in the nose trimmer. This is very nice. It has a nice streamlined feel to it. There it is right there. That's fantastic. And of course, pop that one off and pop in this trimmer right here like this. I'm assuming, let's see how this goes in. I just wanna make sure I'm getting it lined up correctly. Okay, hang on. Ah, like that, okay. I wasn't sure, this is the front where you turn it on and off. I wasn't sure if this is pointing towards the back or towards the front. So it's pointing towards the back. So you hold on. Wow, look at that. Wow. Motor feels like it has a lot of gumption, a lot of go to it. Looks like it's very, very sleek, very, very well made. It feels like uh, in using this, um, it looks like I'm going to be using it like much like this. And as I said, oh yeah, that'll work really, really well. <laughs> Check that out. Very, very smooth, and I'm definitely going to give this a try and give this a go. Uh, and what's nice is if you want to uh, clean it out, you just flip up like that and rinse that out. How neat is that? That is really nice. Very, very well built. I like the sleek feel of it in the hand. Uh, also, not only do they give you a little brick to uh, plug your USB cable in, they also give you a nice travel pouch right here so you can throw in the razor and the accessories. So another really, really nice option to travel with and, you know, shave like this, shave on top of the head like this, uh, and then take the, uh, the two trimmers and uh, you've got an entire grooming set, uh, a, a, a grooming kit, so to speak, to take with you on the road or for home uh, for those times when maybe you're pinched for time and you can't do the traditional wet shave or you got to get out the door or you just got to get a, a uh, just 
clean up a little bit real quickly, this will do the job. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And again, check out the way it uh, displays there. Isn't that great? You know, I'll show you that again. I'll show you how it lights up. Really, fan really fantastic. Really neat. Check that out. There it is right there. And it looks like we got 63% right there, which is really, really terrific. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, using this, test driving it, doing a head shave. I mentioned that I need a head shave. Well, I've been letting that grow in a little bit so I could try this both wet and dry. First shave will probably be dry. The next shave will be wet. The great thing about uh, these uh, electric razors when you're doing, a, say, a head shave with them, if you're going to do it wet, uh, just need a light coating of lather, and uh, it really does increase the slickness and uh, the glide of uh, these kinds of electric razors when you're doing a head shave. I'm really looking forward to using this three-head rotary system here for the head shave. Uh, looks terrific, sleek, rather compact, will pack into a dop kit very, very nicely. I also, I just like the fact that they give you a, a bag here so that you could put in the razor, the accessories, the, uh, the, the charging cord here, uh, the, the, the brick that you can plug into the wall, and also a brush also to clean up if you're doing it dry. If you're doing it wet, it's a wet and dry razor, so you can just rinse this out and you're good to go. And the other nice thing is, is that if you are using it wet, this cover uh, has some vents in it like that, some openings like that, so uh, it won't, so the moisture will kind of flow out and dry out a little bit if you happen to cover it up, uh, that sort of thing. If you put the cover on there, it'll still get some air in there to dry out the, uh, the razor heads. Really, really neat, neat system. So this, again, is the Pre-Tech Rechargeable Men's Grooming Set, three-in-one, 100% uh, body washable. It's, it says right there on the, uh, on the label, Intelligent floating shaving system. Perfect closeness and comfortable. Plug and play. You can shave directly or charge it when connected to a power source. Okay, so this will work cord and cordless is what I think they're saying here. The charge is gone. You can plug this into the wall, plug it in, and you can go right from the cord, which is really nice. Get in your shave and then let it sit there and charge up the rest of the way. So really, really terrific. So my thanks to the folks at Pretech for sending this along and allowing me to share this with all the viewers. We're going to get a review done, both dry and wet, as we did with the uh, previous Pretech offering here. So uh, really terrific, terrific looking razor. Very sleek. Looks like it handles very well. Uh, handles nicely in the hand for a head shave and also for a face shave. And I love the way all you have to do is hit that right like that and it starts right up. Really, really terrific. So looks like an absolutely fantastic electric razor uh, and at a nice price point. I believe this is less than $30. Let me just double check that. So I'm correct on that. Yeah, $28.89. Absolutely fantastic. The Pretech Men's Electric Razor for Men. Um, rechargeable. Uh, and electric cord and cordless is what it's saying right here. Waterproof, wet, dry by Pretech. My thanks again to the folks at Pretech for not only uh, sending this along for review and allowing me to share with the viewers, but also for contributing to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. Thanks again to all the folks at Pretech. Really, really do appreciate it.
We got the following from viewer Alonzo Quellar. That's spelled C-U-E-L-L-A-R, Quellar. Alonzo, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. Anyhow, Alonzo writes, Hello, Mark. I hope this message finds you well. I've been wet shaving since 2018. I started wet shaving since I wanted a cheaper alternative to cartridge razors and subscription shaving clubs. Since wet shaving, I've noticed that my skin feels healthier. I also get compliments on my skin and complexion. Since you were speaking about traveling with double-edged razors, I wanted to make a suggestion for a cheap double-edged razor wet shavers can take while traveling. This is an inexpensive razor people can use while traveling and not feel bad if it gets confiscated by the TSA. The razor is the Bali Classic three-piece double-edged safety razor known as the BD-176. This razor comes with a case that has a mirror and can hold a few blades below the razor. The razor is a Gillette textile razor with the blade tabs enclosed. The razor retails for $9.99 on Amazon. The razor is a mild shaver. I've shaved my face and had a few head shaves and get excellent results. Have a great day, Alonzo. Alonzo, thank you very, very much for passing along a great bargain razor and reporting how wonderful it shaves. And I'm sure a lot of the uh, wet shaving enthusiasts out there are looking for a good tech style razor uh, for a daily driver at home or also to take with them while they're traveling. A $10 razor that gives wonderful results for both face and head. Absolutely fantastic. That's one that I think I might try down the road as well. Thank you very much for passing that along, Alonzo. Really do appreciate it. P.S. I'm a wet shaver who is blind. I feel my way around my face when I wet shave since I have no vision. I have many shaving razors ranging from Rockwell Success, a variety of Parker razors, the Parker Variant, the Merker Progress, the Merker 34C, Merker 42C, Merker 47C, the Pearl Flexi and the Pearl Blaze, the Supply SE and the Supply Pro Adjustable, the Leaf Twig, High Proof Razor, and many others. Wow, thank you very much for sharing your wet shaving journey with all of us, Alonzo. Really do appreciate it. First of all, thanks for a great recommendation in new wet shave gear of the Bali BD-176. It looks like, a, it, looks like it, it touches all the bases as far as a razor that's great for a daily driver because of its mild efficient quality for both a face shave and a head shave and also looks to be great for travel. Uh, we won't be upset if it gets confiscated or if we lose it while we're on the road. Absolutely great, great selection. It also looks great too. I mean, it looks like beautifully chromed from what I see in the photograph. Absolutely great. I'm considering <laughs> getting one myself. Absolutely fantastic. But thanks also for sharing your wet, your wet shaving journey with, with all the viewers out there. I know a lot of folks who are using cartridge razors or maybe even electric razors are a little bit intimidated by a safety razor for whatever reason. Uh, and here, Alonzo, you're doing the traditional wet shave with a safety razor. And I think that's inspirational to a lot of folks out there who uh, might be a little hesitant in taking that step towards using a safety razor. So thanks for sharing that with everyone, Alonzo. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Stanley Piaskowski sent this along. Hey, Mark, check this out. 
100% leather dop kit made in USA for $60 after discount and free shipping. Regards, Stanley Piaskowski. Yeah, this is available at Main Street Forge. Leather toiletry bag, 25% off. Travel and style. Introducing our rugged and stylish leather toiletry bag for men, designed to be the ultimate travel companion for those who appreciate quality American-made craftsmanship. Made from premium full-grain leather, this dop kit is perfect for carrying your shaving tools and toiletries, whether you're hitting the open road, jetting off on a business trip, or heading out on a weekend adventure. And you are to use the code DOPKIT25 at the checkout to save 25%. We'll have a link below. And uh, just remember the code DOPKIT25% if you're interested in this beautiful leather DOP kit from Main Street Forge, uh, American made, uh, and uh, 25% off. So thanks very much to Stanley Piaskowski for passing this one along. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another new wet shaving gear segment for this week. Thanks very much to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger checked in and he wrote, Hi, Mark. I watched your recent 3MB piece about Nivea Sensitive Shaving Cream. Yeah, this is the Nivea Men's Sensitive Calm Liquid Shaving Cream. We just did a review on it this past Friday. Do you remember that I sent you a recommendation for that product when I first tried it after purchasing some at a Walmart? Yeah, I do remember that, Rodney. Uh, you and Mark Bagwell both recommended this uh, particular product at different times. Uh, he goes on to say, I believe it was $3.40 per container uh, at that time. That was a year or so ago. I don't know what they get it for now. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure what the price is, but uh, the Amazon... Uh, as I recall, the Amazon listing was uh, like uh, a three-pack for less than $16, I think is what it was. Uh, you had a piece on 3MB about it then, too. Someone tried it and wrote to you about getting a rash from it, so you weren't anxious to try some yourself. <laughs> You're correct. I do remember that. Yes. Perhaps that person had some kind of reaction to the hemp seed oil. Yes, well, it does contain... Uh, hemp seed oil and vitamin E right there on the label, okay? You can see that right there. Uh, it says, perhaps they had some kind of reaction to the hemp seed oil. I've never had a problem with it. When I bought it at Walmart, they only had a few dispensers of it on hand. I wasn't sure if they were going to handle it or not. Um, they weren't sure it was going to sell well. Uh, so I bought two more dispensers of it. So I'm set, as it were. Walmart still carries it. Uh, here's a tip for you about this product. Unless you are using it regularly, the shave cream in the small pump nozzle will have the moisture evaporate out of it. It gets hard and keeps the pump dispenser from operating. If that happens, clean out the nozzle with the straightened out paper clip. To prevent that from happening, dab a little mineral oil into the nozzle tip to keep it sealed from exposure to the air. Let me repeat that. 
To prevent that from happening, dab a little mineral oil into the nozzle tip to keep it sealed from exposure to the air. Something like Vaseline would work too, I would imagine. Rodney, Rodney, thanks very much for reminding me about this. You're correct. You had mentioned this. Uh, I think Mark Bagwell may have seen that and sent it to me. So thank you to both of you gentlemen for uh, sh allowing me to share this with all the viewers on the Monday Morning Mailbag and also in a review. Uh, and I think you're correct. When that viewer wrote to me and said that they had gotten a rash, I did kind of <laughs> I did kind of shy away from using this, and I had forgotten all about that and went ahead and reviewed it with no ill effects. Uh, it was a wonderful shave. So check out the review that ran this past Friday. <laughs> How about that, Rodney? Thanks for the reminder uh, uh, regarding this. Uh, you know what? I, I think I need an I think I need an assistant to keep some of this information straight uh, as to uh, when I talk about this and when it runs and that sort of thing. I I try to keep my show notes, uh, uh, you know, straight and organized and, and that sort of thing. But sometimes uh, some of those details fall through the cracks. So my apologies to you, Rodney. Uh, yes, you did send information along on this. And we did discover that there was a viewer out there who got a rash, and I did express some hesitancy to you about using it and reviewing it. Mark Bagwell sent it along, and uh, I had not, uh, I had not approached this particular product for a while. I saw it, I thought, oh, I'm going to do a review on that, uh, without even remembering about that incident of a viewer getting a rash from it. So, uh, just so you know, folks, it's enriched with it's enriched with hemp seed oil and vitamin E. And as Rodney suggests, maybe that's what was the cause of the rash for that individual. Uh, not sure. Just don't quote us on that. Can't say just a hunch. But I had a great shave, no ill effects, made a great lather. I'll use it again. Uh, and uh, thanks again for the reminder on that, Rodney. And thanks again to Mark Bagwell for sending it along. Really do appreciate it. So Rodney and Mark, Thank you both very, very much. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger checked in and he wrote, Hi Mark, I watched your recent 3MB piece about Nivea Sensitive Shaving Cream. Yeah, this is the Nivea Men Sensitive Calm Liquid Shaving Cream. We just did a review on it this past Friday. Do you remember that I sent you a recommendation for that product when I first tried it after purchasing some at a Walmart. Yeah, I do remember that, Rodney. Uh, you and Mark Bagwell both recommended this uh, particular product at different times. Uh, he goes on to say, I believe it was $3.40 per container uh, at that time. That was a year or so ago. I don't know what they get it for now. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure what the price is, but uh, the Amazon, uh, as I recall, the Amazon listing was uh, like... Uh, a three-pack for less than $16, I think is what it was. Uh, you had a piece on 3MB about it then, too. Someone tried it and wrote to you about getting a rash from it, so you weren't anxious to try some yourself. <laughs> You're correct. I do remember that. Yes, perhaps that person had some kind of reaction to the hemp seed oil. Yes, well, it does contain... Uh, Hemp seed oil and vitamin E, right there on the label, okay? You can see that right there. Uh, it says, perhaps they had some kind of reaction to the hemp seed oil. I've never had a problem with it. 
When I bought it at Walmart, they only had a few dispensers of it on hand. I wasn't sure if they were going to handle it or not. Um, they weren't sure it was going to sell well. Uh, so I bought two more dispensers of it. So I'm set, as it were. Walmart still carries it. Uh, here's a tip for you about this product. Unless you are using it regularly, the shave cream in the small pump nozzle will have the moisture evaporate out of it. It gets hard and keeps the pump dispenser from operating. If that happens, clean out the nozzle with the straightened out paper clip. To prevent that from happening, dab a little mineral oil into the nozzle tip to keep it sealed from exposure to the air. Let me repeat that. To prevent that from happening, dab a little mineral oil into the nozzle tip to keep it sealed from exposure to the air. Something like Vaseline would work too, I would imagine. Rodney, Rodney, thanks very much for reminding me about this. You're correct. You had mentioned this. Uh, I think Mark Bagwell may have seen that and sent it to me. So thank you to both of you gentlemen for uh, sh allowing me to share this with all the viewers on the Monday Morning Mailbag and also in a review. Uh, and I think you're correct. When that viewer wrote to me and said that they had gotten a rash, I did kind of shy. <laughs> I did kind of shy away from using this, and I had forgotten all about that and went ahead and reviewed it with no ill effects. Uh, it was a wonderful shave. So check out the review that ran this past Friday. <laughs> How about that, Rodney? Thanks for the reminder uh, uh, regarding this. Uh, you know what? I, I think I need an I think I need an assistant to keep some of this information straight uh, as to uh, when I talk about this and when it runs and that sort of thing. I I try to keep my show notes, uh, uh, you know, straight and organized and, and that sort of thing. But sometimes uh, some of those details fall through the cracks. So my apologies to you, Rodney. Uh, yes, you did send information along on this. And we did discover that there was a viewer out there who got a rash, and I did express some hesitancy to you about using it and reviewing it. Mark Bagwell sent it along, and uh, I had not, uh, I had not approached this particular product for a while. I saw it, I thought, oh, I'm going to do a review on that, uh, without even remembering about that incident of a viewer getting a rash from it. So, uh, just so you know, folks, it's enriched with it's enriched with hemp seed oil and vitamin E. And as Rodney suggests, maybe that's what was the cause of the rash for that individual. Uh, not sure. Just don't quote us on that. Can't say just a hunch. But I had a great shave, no ill effects, made a great lather. I'll use it again. Uh, and uh, thanks again for the reminder on that, Rodney. And thanks again to Mark Bagwell for sending it along. Really do appreciate it. So Rodney and Mark, Thank you both very, very much. Roderick McLeod checked in again, and he wrote, Mark, regarding the slurry method, for people who don't see the value in it, here are a couple of photos of an experiment I did with Phoenix Shaving CK6 about a year and a half ago. I scooped and made a lather in a bowl. I did not make a slurry. I just attached the blob of soap in the bowl. After the shave... I squeezed the remaining lather out of the brush, followed with a comb. I used a small silicone spatula to scoop the remaining lather out of the bowl and put it all in a one-half cup ramekin to let the lather collapse. 
A ramekin is a small dish used for culinary purposes, just so you know, folks. I looked it up. I always learn new words from Roderick. Uh, after about 24 hours, it looked like this. It's a real testament to how stable the CK6 lather is. I then carefully broke up the mostly dry bubbles with a Demitasse spoon. If you look closely, you'll see lots of blobs of soap that were not fully incorporated into the lather. They just went along for the ride. Uh, Demitasse is a French word for half cup, by the way. 24 hours later, I scraped it all together. This was easily about half of what I started with. It was more than enough for another shave. Wow. Hey, Roderick, thanks very much for that report. Really do appreciate it. Kind of, uh, from what I'm getting here, it kind of says that the slurry method is really, really good so that you're breaking down that uh, shave soap and incorporating all of it into creating that lather. So I really do appreciate you passing that along, Roderick. Thanks very, very much for the report. <laughs> Devin Murphy wrote the following. Hey, Mark. I've been wet shaving for about seven months and have been watching your YouTube videos and listening to Monday Morning Mailbag since I started. Hey, thanks very much, Devin. I really do appreciate that. My grandmother has had this container for my entire life and I had never given a second thought until I looked at it a little closer today. It has sat on her bathroom counter as a decoration my entire life and went largely unnoticed until I visited her and recognized it as a shave soap container. I wondered if there were any of your viewers, listeners out there that may have more information on this. If there's anything you can find about this, please let me know. She told me she's had it since around 1983, but it obviously looks much older than that. Thank you very much, and keep doing what you do, Devin Murphy. P.S. The label reads HP and W.C. Taylor's Saponaceous Shaving Compound. Seven highest premiums awarded by the Franklin Institution of Pennsylvania and the American Institution of New York Prize Medal at the World's Fair 1851. So folks, if you can help Devin identify that particular shaving soap and shaving soap container, please comment below and let us know. Looks really, really interesting. Devin... I'm sure the viewers are going to come through with some great answers to help solve the mystery. So thanks very much for passing that along. Really do appreciate it. Now, here's something I wanted to share with you. It came from my sister-in-law, Lori. Uh, since we've been talking about building lather in a bowl and uh, maybe uh, scraping out too much soap or loading the brush uh, too much and having a whole bunch of lather left over, uh, what I usually do is I set it aside for a head shave later on in the evening or the next day, maybe a face shave the next day, that sort of thing. Lori pointed out to me, Mark, you should really cover down that uh, shaving bowl, that lathering bowl with that excess lather in there. Why? Dust in the air could settle into that lather. And I thought, wow, that is a really, really good point. So that's something that I've started to do. Uh, with uh, any excess lather that I might have that I'm thinking about maybe using for an evening head shave, you know, later on in the evening or maybe the next day for a head shave, something like that. If it's sitting in that lathering bowl, I'm just getting a paper towel and just setting it over that lathering bowl so that that dust won't settle into that lather. I thought that was an absolutely fantastic, fantastic tip 
from my sister-in-law, Lori. I wanted to pass it along to everyone there. What do you say? What do you think? I think it's a very, very good tip. And I think it's uh, one that I'm going to uh, put into practice. Absolutely. So just wanted to pass it on to you. Let me know in the comments below if you are doing something similar. Hey, Lori, thanks very much for a really, really great shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday morning mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soaps. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, pause the video or try to find them all before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.